Welcome to Voices from the Bench, a dental laboratory podcast. Send us an email at info at voicesfromthebench.com or look for us on Facebook at Voices from the Bench. Greetings and welcome to episode 240 of Voices from the Bench. My name is Elvis. And my name is Barbara. Oh, with a song in your voice. How are you today? I'm sure that was horrible, but I don't care. I'm good. Yeah? What's up? Well, I'm tone deaf, so it was perfect. Getting ready to get the hell out of here and go to Louisville. There you go. We have to let everyone know, inform you that we're actually recording this long before the weekend. Because Barb and I are at the Whitmix Digital Forum. Live. Live. Live, not live. Live, 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 live. Live, Live, but really live. Live, but really live. So hopefully you spent all week and looking at all the great pictures online, showing a successful meeting, and of course, everyone in costume at the Halloween party. Yay. Happy Halloween, by the way. This episode actually comes out on Halloween. Oh, yeah. It's my favorite holiday. I know it is. What are you doing in the lab? Anything crazy? Oh, yeah. We're doing, we decorated pumpkins. We had a pumpkin contest, and then we're having a Halloween contest of, you know, whatever you're going to wear in your costume. We're probably going to eat a bunch of candy, you know. Did you decorate a pumpkin? No. Oh. <laughs> Sharon did. Sharon decorated one as Queen Elizabeth, and I think she's going to win. And she put teeth that Night Dental had made on the inside the pumpkin. It's cool. Oh, nice. Super great. A lot of really cool pumpkins. Yeah. That is great. I go to a lot of dental offices these days, and I think every dental office is doing some sort of pumpkin contest. I think it's pretty popular with dentists. Teeth. I've seen some pretty good ones. All right. What's happening? Because of this week's guests... Voices from the Bench did something that we didn't think we would ever do. We now have a, I'm almost sad to say, TikTok account. And why are you sad to say? You know, it's something that it's one of those things that I've avoided for years and years and years. And I just don't see the need for it. Okay. But because of this week's guests, I decided it's time to download the app. I created the account which is Voices from the Bench with a bunch of underscores between each word, and I actually posted a video. So as of this recording, which is only two days after posting it, ready for this? 15 views and one like. All right. Yeah. That's awesome. We are sure to be TikTok stars, soon to be bringing in millions of dollars and signing mega deals left and right for product placement. All right. We're going to be able to quit jobs here, Barb. We're, oh, we're going to be yeah. so famous on TikTok. Let's hope so. Yeah. But seriously, between Facebook and Instagram, doing the actual podcast, Barb's and I, real job, <laughs> family. family. Dogs and everything in between, I really don't expect much to happen on TikTok. But who can say years ago I said the same thing about Instagram and now we're on it all the time. So who knows? All right. But this week we talked to an actual real life dental lab social media influencer. Seriously, this week's guest and her friend get so many likes on Instagram and TikTok for doing what I really just assume is normal lab stuff, it's really crazy how much attention it gets. Like so many people we have on the podcast, I noticed Tiffany Carroll online. She was just showing a live video of polishing a denture. Seemed pretty standard to me, but at the time she had over 400 people watching this. Wow. Live! I know. I had to find out more about her. Turns out, She's with Aspen Dental. Tiffany agreed to come on as long as her partner in the lab was able to come on also. Of course, Barb and I said the more the merrier, and she's joined by Amanda Shelley, who comes in on the conversation about getting 414,000 follows on TikTok. That's crazy. And she's got a video that's got 12.9 million views. Wow. And all it is is her trimming a model. It's crazy. Tiffany and Amanda come on to talk about their life at Aspen. Now, you know that Aspen just recently opened their thousandth location in the U.S. I know. That's a lot of technicians. Yeah, you guys see a lot of this work. (laughs) Yep. They talk about their lives, going from fast casual dining to dental assisting to lab tech. 
We discussed the training, the different roles, the different positions, and the growth that Aspen offers, and Aspen's move to go digital on a larger scale. And yes, we also talk about how a dental technician gets all the attention online just by showing videos of pouring up a model. So join us as we chat with Tiffany Carroll and Amanda Shelley from Aspen. You know, Barb, the holidays are just around the corner. I know, Elvis, don't remind me. We've got gifts, vacation, celebration, food, and God, it gets so expensive. Heck yeah, it's expensive extremely in this economy. Have you ever thought about turning in your alloy scrap from the lab? Well, I'll be. Who has scrap anymore? Everything is mostly zirconia these days, right? True. But just look on how high the price of precious metals are. Oh, yeah. Record highs. Off the charts. Of course, you are using less precious metals these days. But if you turn in half of what you sent in five years ago, you will get more now than you got five years ago. Half. Can you believe that? Yeah, I can, actually. That's amazing. Of course, this is all if you use a trusted, reputable refining company. Well, I can say this, and I know this for sure. The only company I know that has been tested, trusted, and reputable for over 100 years, 100 years, is Colzer. They burn, melt, and assay all under one roof in their state-of-the-art refining facility in Wartburg, Tennessee. You know, they've actually doubled their production capacity to ensure that you get your payout within two weeks. That's quick. That's plenty of time to have your money before the holidays. I've got a question, though. How much of the value will we get? Well, the most of any company. Think about it. Their reimbursement to you is everything. Everything that you turn in, all they take is a 10% refining fee. Wow. There are zero additional fees. Colzer Refining will also send you a free container to ship it in, a prepaid fully insured UPS label, everything you need to get started. Just head over to mydental360.com forward slash refining or call our good friend, the director of precious metal refining, Tony Cercelli at... 914-906-1843. Well, I can tell you this. As soon as we're done, I'm going to ask somebody to collect all the vacuum bags, floor sweeps, miscasts, and spills from all over the lab so that we can get the best scrap return in the industry with Colzer Refining. Well, just because I know that you listen to the podcast, all you got to do is mention or note Voices from the Bench when you're turning in your scrap and Colzer Refining will add an additional 5% wow. That's a lot. to your value. Isn't that huge? Yeah. Just think of the gifts you could buy and send to us at the podcast. It's amazing. <laughs> and we appreciate your support of the podcast, Colzer Refining, that is always tested, trusted, and honest. Voices from the Bench. The Interview. We are excited to welcome to the podcast two ladies that join us from the Aspen Company. We have Tiffany Carroll and Amanda Shelley. How are you today? Good. How are you guys doing? Doing Great. fantastic. How are you doing, Amanda? I'm doing good. Excellent. Ready for the weekend. <laughs> oh, for sure. It's been a week, hasn't it? Sure yeah. has. I got <laughs> Outside a window, sunny day, just sitting inside. I know. So you guys are, sorry, I'm going to stop saying you guys. It's a bad habit of mine. It's your good. Y'all, y'all from the Chicago area, correct? Yeah, about an hour south of Chicago, yeah. Oh, there you go. You're in the middle of Illinois then. Yeah, we don't get like the like city issues, but we still are, we're still pretty large. There's about 25,000 people in our town. Oh, wow. Still pretty big town. Not the city, but the taxes. So Tiffany, you're the one I know on Instagram where I spend way too much time, <laughs> but I found you because all you do is you, I mean, you post videos of you just doing like a wax rim yeah. or polishing a denture and you get hundreds of people to watch this. And I'm fascinated why so many people want to watch you do what a lot of us would consider hmm, mundane things in the lab, maybe. 
How did you get into the industry, Tiffany? What brought you into Dental Lab? Um, so I'm actually prior service. I was in the military prior to getting into dental. Um, okay. When I came home from Fort Leonard Wood, I went to go back to my previous job when I was working at Texas Roadhouse. And unfortunately, they didn't give me my job back. So I had to you know, find a job real quick. And I was offered a job as a dental assistant at a public aid office. I stayed there for about a year. And then I had the opportunity to come to Aspen. And then I was a dental mm-hmm. assistant for Aspen for a year as well. So two years DA and then had the opportunity to just learn a little bit in the lab, like bite rinse, polishing, articulating, just little things that the lab tech didn't want to do. And then the lab tech actually ended up quitting like without notice, <laughs> just walked out. Oh, okay. So yeah. they um, gave me two weeks of training and said, here's your lab. Wow. <laughs> so here I am seven years later, two weeks of training and said, here you go. Yeah. It was stressful. I was not a good lab tech the first year. <laughs> so in the military, you didn't do you didn't do any of the training the military offers for dental technology because we hear a lot about technicians that learn it in while in service. There's a big Air Force um, training okay, manual. Yeah. yeah, I was actually a construction engineer. I operated heavy equipment like bulldozers, high X graders, scrapers. Oh, that's fun. Stuff like that. I used to build roads. We went over to Romania and helped them pave a few roads. It's pretty cool. <laughs> nice. Yeah, that's exciting. And Texas Roadhouse, what, nothing to do with you? <laughs> no. So when I, so I put them in proper military leaf paperwork. And when I came back, I guess like all the managers got fired. Just like I can't, I don't know for what, but everybody management wise that worked there when I was there, wasn't there anymore. So when I came back and I had the copies of my paperwork and like showed them and they told me I could interview for my job. And I was like, mm, no. <laughs> yeah. 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 I'm just going to go work somewhere else. <laughs> <laughs> and then you became an assistant at Aspen. Don't you have to go to school to be an assistant? Not in the state of Illinois. Oh, wow. Oh. You can get trained. Um, so you they just were, walked in. Uh, so I actually applied in July of 2015, and then didn't get hired into July of 2016. So I don't know what they did in that time being. but <laughs> What did you do in that time being? I actually was, I had shoulder repair surgery, and my husband made pretty good money, so I was able to stay home and go to school full-time. I was going to go for hygiene, but... After two years of applying, I didn't get accepted to the program, and so I just started to go into the lab. They make, like, the same amount of money, to be honest with you, so like a win-win. I bet you're a lot happier being a lab tech also because you're basically making people happy all day instead of listening to them be unhappy. <laughs> it has its days. I mean, I definitely do miss the patient interaction. I, I'm not going to lie. I do enjoy patient, like, patient care and stuff like that, but listening to music and watching TV while working is superior. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> definitely <laughs> listening to music for sure. I got a little 35 inch TV right next to my lab. So, what do you usually watch while you're working on the bench? So, we started the Handmaid's Tale. That one's pretty messed up. If you have not watched yep. it, for sure should watch it. Yeah. Pretty crazy. We're watching Florida Bama now. Yeah, Florida Bama <laughs> Shore. It's just bad reality TV. Usually. Florida Bama. <laughs> I bet that's so it's true, funny. too. I mean, I don't have no drama in my life. I got to experience others, you know? Right. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that what reality shows are all about? Yeah, you just get to watch it, not deal with it, you know? Yeah. <laughs> so, Amanda, what brings you to the Aspen community? So, actually, I worked with Tiffany previously <laughs> at Applebee's. Um, oh. We were servers together, and she left to go to Aspen, and then I didn't see her for about a year and then uh, she contacted me randomly and she was like, would you want to apply to be a dental assistant? And I was like, you know what? I am kind of tired of the service industry. Let me go ahead and see if I could do it. And sure. I applied, I got the job, they trained me and I ended up loving it. And uh, I always looked after her work and uh, I just aspired to do that. And I kind of wanted to do the lab program myself. And now I'm here. So are you assisting or are you in the lab right now? She's my, uh, technically she's a trainee, um, but she's our lab support right now. So they allowed you to move from assisting and they allowed you to go into the lab pretty quickly, huh? Yep. Yep. So I was, well, I was an assistant for about two and a half years and I just recently in June came into the lab program. Cool. Is that common with Aspen for assistants to become lab technicians? Yeah, they do, they tend to pull like so with Aspen, we have different chairs in our schedule and one of the chairs is called an overflow chair. And it pretty just means like denture steps, adjustments, like no charge revals, pretty much like non-productive, non-filling mm-hmm. root canal things. 
goes into that. And a lot of it has to do with dentures. And when I was a DA here, I predominantly took all the impressions. I helped all the bites. Like I assessed pretty much all of denture related issues. And then when I went into the lab, Amanda was my replacement essentially for that. So Aspen tends to pull DAs from that overflow position because they already have a general knowledge and understanding uh, of lab, you know, impressions, what's the fundamentals, and then we build off that. That makes sense. It honestly does help having the uh, operatory knowledge and then, you know, correlating it directly into the laboratory and seeing like what correlations cause causations. It's, it's really helped. Yeah, I would agree with that. You said that you're in the lab program. Can you explain, like, what is that? Um, so it's a lab training. It's a 48-week training program. We have... I believe, 48 week? 48 weeks, yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. Uh, so you, you're paid, though. You're paid training. Okay. So it's a decent job. I want to say the starting wage is around 20 an hour for training. And then you train for 48 weeks. There's assessments in between. So, like, you have to take a bench test. You have to pass proper, like, excursion, you know, working in balance, you have to pass all of that in order to graduate. And upon graduation, after that 48 weeks, they then place you into your own lab. So like, let's say, well, she's going to stay here, but let's just say theoretically for the sake of the conversation, she was going to go to another lab. After that 48 weeks, once she did that bench test, the district manager would sit with her and then go look at all the Aspens that need lab techs and be like, you know, what are you feeling? Do you want to move? Do you want to try to stay in your region? And so forth. And then they place you and then you run your own lab. Wow. That's so as long cool. as there's an opening, you can go to any Aspen yeah. anywhere in the country. That's yeah, so cool. I was actually going to go to Abilene, Texas four years ago, um, before, right before I started social media. And they actually ended up not taking me. So oh. then I stayed here. <laughs> Why? Uh, they said they didn't need a lab tech at the time, which oh. I'm still kind of concerning because lab techs are a rare find. So if you had an opportunity to get one that was fully trained, I feel like I would never pass up on one. Mm-hmm. Especially yeah. when I cut teeth fully, like efficiently mm-hmm. so both of you are going to stay at this location currently or is one of you so she leaving? will be my replacement i am considered what we call a pod leader don't ask me what it stands for because they've never told me <laughs> i don't know what the analogy stands for a pod okay pod leader. so pretty much all of the trainees in my region like report to me and like i assess them make sure that they're doing everything properly all of the forms that we fill out for like assessments that they're, you know, meeting that 68 millimeters with on the bite block or the 22 in the anterior, pretty much just assessing their work and ensuring that they're on schedule to graduate. That's what like the pod leader does. So they like delegate, you know, where the training needs more training, where they need less training, you know, stuff like that. So you're more of like a manager? Um, sort of. I guess I'm like management of the training. I'm by no means like in charge of anybody. I don't think I'm anybody's yeah. boss. I'm sure some people too, but <laughs> I don't think I'm anybody's boss. I'm just here to help. But after we go digital, which probably would be in about a year-ish, somewhere around there. Once we go digital, my long-term plan is to be a designer and work from home. So then Amanda would be my replacement. Oh, yes. I've heard about this all Aspen's going digital. Like, yeah, that's a it's big not push. happening soon by any means. I mean, it is going to happen eventually, but it's not as quick as I'm assuming they were thinking it was going to happen. Sure. What do you think the holdup is? The technicians? <laughs> um, the ability to do analog efficiently. Yeah. Got to have that core knowledge. You can't really go to digital without having the fundamentals of your analog. In my opinion. Yeah. What's your day like now? Are you traveling from Aspen to Aspen to Aspen? Nope. So all the trainees actually travel to see me. I don't. Oh. That's the cool thing about it is I am the home office. So if they have any issues or they need to do assessments for the easy ones, like bite blocks or pouring up or articulation, things like that, we do video chats, like photos and videos and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. But when it comes to the final assessment where they do like the bench test, did you setting up and then we make sure everything's good on it. That's when they travel. But they come to my home office. Um, so I still have a daily schedule, eight to nine hours a day. I have like, you know, you're allotted time per setup, per process, per bite, and then whatever fits in that eight hour period is what I get done. So do you, so you've got a schedule exactly of what you're going to be doing in the lab every day. Does it, do you ever get like surprises or people that break things? Yeah, we have a, we have a same day column. So like repairs and relines and denture cleanings and stuff like that. We try for like relines. We definitely know in advance. We do occasionally have like sometimes we'll have a walk in, but not very you know commonly. Um, it's more for like repairs or things like that. But we there are some days that I have like fifteen wow. of them because <laughs> oh, we take. I do non aspens too. I tend to not turn repairs away if I can do it. I just know how expensive dentures are, 
and to be kind of rude just to be you know to say no just because you don't want to do it well then they have to go buy a thousand dollar new denture and not many people yeah. can afford that well that's cool so they give it's you nice. the option if they're you say it's a non-aspen denture but they go to the doctor and they'll ask you if you want to do it and you could say yes or no yeah um i mean i don't know if that's like every single aspen me and my doctor have a really good relationship where the girls would come and ask me if I'm comfortable with doing the repair first. And then upon me saying yes, they would go to doctor and then the doctor would approve if they want to do it or not. And then in the end, then it's obviously the patient's discretion at the time. What would keep you from doing it? Time? Material? I haven't really turned many away. There was a few that I'm not going to lie to you. They were pretty uh, gross. Um, Like black mold, like I wasn't touching it. There's been a few bad ones. Um, The biggest ones I've turned away is I had one that welded it back together. Welded it? Nice. They thought it was like plastic and they thought it like melt back together, I guess. That was their... (laughs) Kind Um, of. (laughs) Yeah. I wanted to fix that one. There's a huge piece missing. And then super glue is the predominant thing. Now, if you do a little yep. super glue, obviously that's fine, but they'd be dumping that whole damn bottle on it. Yeah. <laughs> super glue. Yes. Heard that before. More gorilla <laughs> glue than acrylic at that oh, yeah. point. Yeah. Yesterday we had one. It was a non-aspen denture and it was implant supported and it broke in half, but they tried to super glue it. So the housing came out with, um, the whole denture. It was like super glued into the denture. So the housing was still in the mouth? It was not in the mouth anymore. It was attached to the denture because of the super glue. Oh my oh. gosh. Wow. <laughs> yeah. I bet you see it all. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah. So we turned that one down because it was not, it was a non aspen and that was a. It's a hiccup you don't want to take on sometimes. Oh yeah. I would totally agree with you on that one. A lot of the times implants are like, I'm, I'm pretty comfortable with implants, but sometimes it's like, mm, do you want the headache? Is it worth it? Yeah. Yeah. But usually they're pretty nice. I usually don't say no, to be honest with you. It's nice that you do have that option though. I mean, It is very nice. We have a lot, a lot of, not our repairs, but a lot of non-aspens that come in that they went to their general dentist and they said it was going to take two to three weeks to fix it. And they didn't want to go without their denture for two to three weeks, which I understand. And like we were their last hope. And then I always feel bad. <laughs> so then I always say yes. So what do you do when you get a repair? Do you have to like take an impression and make a model and then repair it on the model? Uh, it just depends on what the severity of the repair is. Like a crack, depending if it goes back pretty, you know, ideally we're to the point where you can see where the fracture was. I would just do like uh-huh. a putty base and pop it on there and then fix it. If it's a tooth repair and it hasn't gone into the intaglio, like you're not missing any acrylic. Usually I can just do like a putty matrix and fix it. Now I've had pieces where like the tuberosity or the buccal vestibule is just completely gone. Then at that point, yeah, we need to take an impression and like essentially do a reline to fix it. Gotcha. But those things are typically scheduled, which is kind of nice. Awesome. What about you, Amanda? What's your day look like? Are you on the bench nonstop? Honestly, we kind of balance off each other. We do the schedule together. So she'll kind of start the cold pours and start something else. And I'll finish the cold pours and kind of do something else too. We just kind of alternate. So we don't have like specific jobs, I would say, but we kind of alternate and she'll have me do the impressions sometimes or she'll do the impressions. So it just kind of varies on the day and how we're feeling. (laughs) (laughs) I try to train to facilitate a schedule instead of just like individual things that I want her to get done. I want her to be able to stop what she's doing and be like, okay, you know, I know I need to set the rest of this, but I got water boiling. You know, I need to have all my stuff done by 12 in order for us to go to lunch properly to be able to like facilitate her whole day is the biggest thing. Nice. Yeah. You got to be able to pivot pretty quick in that sort of situation. I, I can only imagine. You never know what's coming in either. And then on top of corporate wanting you to do same day things, all impressions are like anybody who comes in is a same day impression, no questions asked. And then usually same day by blocks, which by blocks takes what, five, 10 minutes to make max. Mm -hmm. So you guys go in there, do you take the impression? Not supposed to. I do sometimes go in there and like help guide them and like yeah, out of order mold and like the importance of you know capturing the post panel seal and things like that but i'm not gonna lie i'm pretty i'm pretty blessed i was able to train all my da's and like do lunch and learns and sit them down and all my da's can tell me every step of a denture and why the retromole got deleted or what happened when that post panel seal is not put in every single one of them can tell me which i'm very thankful Sweet. for which awesome. honestly plays a role with everybody having a good fit is the whole team yeah making sure that they're assessing it yep well, if anything, that just makes your 
life a lot easier. It may, I always tell them it makes their job easier too, because I don't have to see the patient. When that denture falls out of the mouth because you didn't want to take a proper impression, you have to deal with it. Not you. <laughs> you have to deal with it. So make sure you take a good impression. So are you able to reject an impression? Oh, yeah. I... <laughs> <laughs> I'd be really, I don't know the dynamic. I, no, I'd, I'd, I'd be, very well, but... I laughed because I'd, I'd be making them take it like eight times. Yeah. That was a, oh, hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think the record was, I want to say, let's see, it was 11 times on one patient. Uh, 11 impressions? Oh, there was a bunch of bubbles. <laughs> and my doctor oh. hates custom trays, so I know that's your next question. He hates custom trays. What? Well, let me phrase that. Corporate hates custom trays. Oh. A lack of productivity. Wow. That is 11. I can't get over that. That's insane. I'd say our average is four. Mm-hmm. Seriously? Yeah, I'm not going to lie. I will remake them taken until I have a complete border. I No shame yeah. in my game. <laughs> Makes a lot of sense. Well, I, I don't get denture money back here. And I couldn't, I've been here seven years, and I've never had to give a denture money back, ever, ever. Is it common that yeah. Aspen's do, or...? Um, I wouldn't necessarily say it's common. However, it is an, an option that is given to patients if they are not happy within 90 days. Okay. Money back. But I really, we really generally don't have much issues. In seven years not doing that, that's pretty impressive. I mean, even just in the lab aspect of it, you have to occasionally. I'm a do it right the first time type of person. I think that might be the military in me, but if you got the time to do it the second time, you have to have time to do it right the first time. Yep. So when you guys get a patient that um, comes in, do you help them pick out the mold and, you know, what they, what their teeth look like? And the, the, do you guys have a bunch of different teeth that you use? Yeah. A couple questions. Yeah. So we have uh, two big cabinets that have like 10 drawers each. I have a good, so we do Z-Dent, which obviously aren't the best quality. And then we do classics. We used to do new here. They just continued those. And we do yep. portraits. Obviously the portrait being the, you know, top end that we offer here. Yeah. But you know, we take into consideration if a patient comes in and they have a denture that they've had for 10 years, and they just absolutely love it. I'll have them take a tabletop of it and I'll take that in consideration. Or when an immediate comes in, I'll have my DAs ask them, do you like your teeth? Is there anything that you wish you could change about your teeth? Or is there anything that you wish you could keep about your teeth? And you take that into consideration. Um, I, mean, I have brought my drawer out quite a few times just from somebody who was just, you know, particularly picky, which is okay. But just making sure that they were happy and let them pick from the mold, especially with custom orders. I do tend to show them before I order it because it's like a, it takes two weeks to get here type of thing, you know, make sure you like it. So when you say custom orders, what, what does that mean? Um, so we have a tooth cabinet in house that we have A1, B1, and A2 that we keep on hand. And then we have 59, 62, and 66. Gotcha. If they decide to get any of the other like A3 or D1 or anything like that, those are custom orders. Okay. I see. How often do you think you have to custom, well, like percentage-wise, how often do you think you custom? 10%, and that's different everywhere. I get a lot of other labs that do a lot of bleaching shades. Yeah. We do tend to tell our patients that, you know, these aren't in-house colors. You are more than welcome to pick them. However, do understand that, God forbid, you do drop it or a tooth does come out and you can't fix it. I do have to order that tooth, so it's very possible you could be without that tooth for, you know, a week to two weeks until we could get it in. And then that usually strays them away from it. Not that I'm trying to get them away from it by any means, but informing them, I would rather know and make that decision based off the knowledge that I received than decide blindly, you know? Oh yeah. Heck yeah. So so those are customs. So normally like you guys' turnaround time, if they were to come in on a Monday and you do the custom trays, you take the impression. No custom trays. Oh, no custom sorry, trays. Sorry, sorry, <laughs> You take the impression. You do the bite blocks that day. So what is your turnaround for the denture normally? Like what's uh, we fair? We try for our days to insert, meaning from the day they get their impressions to the day it gets inserted into our mouth. Our objective is to be under 20. Now, I get some people that travel to see me. Like I've had a few. I don't know if you guys see Faith. Faith traveled to see me. Um, ruthless and Toothless. She's on TikTok and Instagram. She has like a million followers or something like that. Who is it? Uh, Ruthless and Toothless. Her name's Faith. I just posted a video. Uh, super young, pretty girl. She like smiles in the photo and like revealing the photo of her teeth. And then she like covers her mouth. And I don't know if you've seen it. I think I might have probably. Oh, probably. <laughs> I had another patient two weeks ago just traveled to see me from Minnesota. And we got it to her in two days. Wow. So if they're willing to stay... I can get it done pretty quickly. So they, they're finding you. How are they finding you when they said they're asking for you? They're, they're obviously on Instagram and they're pulling 
TikTok, to be honest oh. with you. I have, I think, like 420,000 on TikTok or something like that. Damn. Um, that's the predominant one that they tend to see a lot more. And then my TikTok is linked to my Instagram. So then they usually hop into the Instagram and then DM me. All right. I'll be honest. I don't do the TikTok. <laughs> I started on TikTok. Those, I actually had no social media, no Facebook or nothing when I started. And so I went in blindly and just on a whim. I don't have TikTok either. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It, it just seems too hip for me. So what started this social media? I mean, what made you say, I'm just going to put this out there? So every time a new person would be hired, which isn't very often actually here, but every time we would get a new employee here, they would come back into the lab and they would just like stand over my shoulder and just tell me how fascinating it is or how satisfying it is. Or they could just sit there and watch it all day. And I was like, hmm, I see those comments all the time on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Let me monetize off of it. And I mean, hey, money's money. I ain't got no shame in my game. Money is yeah. money. And so I ended up making a video. And I remember my husband didn't laugh at me by any means, but he's like, you really think people are going to watch that? And I was like, I don't know. Maybe. And I think my third video got like 4 million views. Yeah. Like what was the first video? What was it? Uh... Oh, God, it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> so I still have podcast. I, I want to delete it, but like, I, I know I'm going to want it, like, you know, five years from now. Because it, keep in mind, that was, I started social media two years ago. So that was only. All this happened in two years? Instagram happened in two months. That was ridiculous. <laughs> that is nuts to me. But anyhow, what was the first video? Um, it was an immediate. So, like, I just did, like, it was a terrible edit, too, might I add. Okay. <laughs> but I did uh, just, like, me taking the teeth off a model. And then I attempted to do a transition. It was not much of a transition into uh, like all the teeth being gone off the model. So it's like an edentulist essentially now. And then another transition to me setting the teeth and then it being done. The first and that was it. viral though was a night guard. Me pouring up a night guard and trimming a night guard. That one, that's the viral video? The first is... viral video I had, yeah. So what makes you, why? I don't get it. I really don't. I mean. I genuinely don't either, to be 100% honest. Really? I, it's fascinating because there's people out there that, are doing hundreds of these things a month, you know, and I just... also get a lot of dental students that are in oh, that their, like prosthodontist or not prosthodontist. They're, uh, why am I drawing a blank right now? Prosthetic. Can't, can't name my job <laughs> when they're like doing their prosthetics, they yeah. are struggling. You know, you know how hard it is to do your first setup. It was like, Oh, it looks easy. It's not. No. Newsflash, it is not. Yeah. So I get a lot of uh, dental students or a lot of high schoolers that are intrigued. Because in the United States, you don't have to go to school to be a dental technician. You sure. can get on the job training. You do have to have a CDT in some states to own a lab. I know that's some of the criteria, but you can still work yep. under a doctor's license in most states, if not all states. So you have a lot of young people r reaching out to you. Yeah, I was a young technician in the region or in the company for a hot minute too. But yeah, I get a lot of young people that are like interested in a career path. Um, I also get a, there's a big denture community on TikTok. Like it's called hashtag denture gang. If you ever, if you literally just denture gang. Yes. Okay. If you actually just go to that hashtag, there's millions, if not billions of views on it of just people taking out their teeth and just like trying to normalize dentures. I mean, I don't want to normalize like poor oral hygiene, but it happens, you know? Yeah. It happens and we need to normalize if you are in the situation that you need to get them, you shouldn't be judged for, you know, making sure your mouth is healthy. Yeah. It's just amazing to me that so many people were just viral into a night guard. Yeah, it was, it was <laughs> a G easy song. It didn't even match with it well at all. And then my <laughs> first viral one on Instagram, it was me trimming a model. Just pushing it into the. I was horseshoeing it, I believe. And okay. then the, it was, so you know how like when you do like an Instagram reel, it like will give you a recommend like recommendation for music. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So I ended up there was it was like panda 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 that I got what did I got bronze on or something like yeah, that? Yeah, yeah. I think that's the term of it. But it like fit perfectly. But the song does not go with dental related, so half the comments were like, "What the hell?" Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it got like five mil on Instagram, which that's a lot on Instagram. Yeah. So do you do something like every day now or like weekly or like how often do you I post every other day, at least a video. I have noticed Instagram does not like you if you don't post daily. I was getting mm. a thousand followers a day easily for like three, four weeks. 
And then I, for, I went on vacation. I didn't post for two days. And then I think I got like six followers the next day. Oh, so they just leave. They're just like, see ya. Well, I think they stop pushing you to like your followers if you're not posting on a consistent Wow. Manner. That's pretty demanding. I know. <laughs> I know. So what do you do? I got so, two kids. So how do you keep them interested? Like, all right, what am I going to post today? And Or do you just take a case that you really like? Like, how do you figure out what you're going to do? Yeah. I just grab a case and put my phone on a tripod. I videotape the whole thing. And then once I get my kids laid down, I give myself like 30 minutes of just like editing, which I'm going to mind you, I have no idea what I'm doing when I'm editing. That. <laughs> just editing. That's so great. Um, I've actually had quite a few people on Instagram reach out to like offer to be my marketing manager and they want like four G's a month. I'm like, y'all are out your damn mind. Are they legit people? Or are yeah, they just like they're like, legit. Yeah. Like I mean, I have some brand deals with like some bigger companies, don't get me wrong, but like I've had some bigger companies try to like outreach for me to like offer to manage my social media. And I'm like, I'm barely making any money. I don't know like what you think I'm making on, <laughs> but it ain't, it ain't that much. Yeah. Doing this for fun. Yeah. I mean, don't get me wrong. I do get a lot of free product, which is pretty clutch. What does your doctor say about it? Does he know how popular you are and is he into it? Yeah. So I actually had, I guess somebody has beef with me. I'm not going to get onto that, but Somebody has beef with me and reported me. Um, we worked for the same company and they reported me a doctor, like had to do a little sit down with me. And he was pretty much like, you know, she's respectful on there. She doesn't, she promotes like a positive attitude. She doesn't talk down on the company. I, she can do what she wants. Awesome. That's so cool. He, he don't really care. So somebody else in Aspen was kind of like, Hey, jealous. Yeah. Jealous, yeah. Yeah, let's they, be honest. Yeah, they they blocked me on Instagram too. So, <laughs> which I have no idea why. Genuinely, no idea why, because I was so nice to them. That's what did it. You were nice. I, just, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I would comment on how beautiful their work was. I was. Uh, I've asked for tips and tricks with them. I yeah, and they were just mean. For no, I, I don't know. I'm not a really mean person for no reason. So I couldn't really justify why they were being mean. Wow. And Aspen itself is okay with this, obviously. Yeah. Um, so I've actually partnered with Aspen a few times. Um, Life at Aspen have ran a few stories like on for Well, not, they haven't ran them yet, but they're in the process of like marketing it. Yeah. I work with their social media team though. Well, obviously you're probably no more than they do. <laughs> <laughs> and companies have reached out to you, right? Yeah. I've had um, Chemdet Wax. I don't know if you've heard of them. Honestly, their wax is amazing. Like, it is not too hard, but not too soft, but it's soft enough to carve, but not too soft that the patient's going to bite and the teeth are going to go everywhere. And they've yeah. been sending me wax for free for six months now. Yeah. Honestly, 10 out of 10. I, I'm going to be sad the day I don't have that wax. You like our new... Uh... Oh, I got some new duplicating material too from... Um, his name was Scott. And I have the, t- the tub in my... Oh, it's right here. Just kidding. It's called Shake and Pour PDS Dental Supply. Shake and pour. Oh, that's <laughs> so it's hydro, like it's polyflex essentially, but instead yeah. of being at a solid state when you buy it, it's in a liquid state and you add water, shake it, and pour it directly into your uh, duplicating unit, cook it, and one, it's not clear per se, but it, it definitely has a translucent aspect to it, so you can uh-huh. actually see the teeth in it. You can see if the tooth shifted. It's amazing. It's not like a dark blue. like Yeah, it's amazing. And like the... It has less give than the Hydro does, so like obviously less room for movement or shrinkage. It was so easy to use. I can't get over how easy it was. And Aspen doesn't mind you using like non-Aspen-approved materials? I think they would mind if it was acrylic. You know what I mean? Like if the final product that they yeah. were doing at the end wasn't an Ivo-base or a Pro-base, they probably would care. But, you know, just using the stone or the wax, I, I've never got kicked back on it. I guess I've never thought of it because I've never altered the actual final product. Yeah, because it's not like you're running your own lab and these free products are helping you out financially. No, but I also get to make cute little keychains with the free stuff that I get so they can't yell at me. <laughs> there you go. So what do you do, the little miniature? Yeah, keychain. Yeah. I actually made a duplicate mold. I ordered this silicone stuff on Amazon where you mix the catalyst and the base together and it like you know stays into a silicone base like for forever. Yep. And I set up a mini denture keychain and then made a mold of it. And so now I just have a mold and then I do just B1 acrylic. I don't even use teeth because it's obviously a waste of product. Sure. B1 acrylic, mix it, put in the teeth, let it cure. And then I do the glitter because the glitter horse store, she sent me some glitter, which it's amazing glitter if y'all ever need glitter. Um, and I just mix it. Oh, 
And do you sell these? No, no. I, I've done like a few giveaways just for like people following me and content. Um, I've obviously asked my doctor. He didn't mind either that I was using it because I would do it on my lunch. That's great that they're so open for you to do all this. A lot of times you think Aspen, you think corporate. Aspen's actually a really good company. Like I've been yeah, they are. I know they get a lot of like backlash just because of like the few that are, you know, not spectacular up to their likings. But you're going to have a bad company anywhere you go, regardless if it's healthcare or not. There's always going to be one bad apple that runs the bunch. Yeah, of course. They treat us well. I'm paid very well. I'm compensated. I'm paid for training. I get... Five weeks of vacation every year. <laughs> Five like, weeks? I genuinely can't complain. It's just a very good company to work for. And it, it's about your attitude, though, too, as well. Like, do you have a positive attitude going into things? Are you open to do same-day things? If you're automatically closed out, like, I'm not doing anything out of my schedule, you're going to hate your life here. <laughs> yeah. You agree with that, Amanda? I sure do. <laughs> yeah, we do a lot of same-day wax rims and impressions, and I don't mind it, though. It keeps the day go That's so fast. going. I was just talking to my coworker about that yesterday. Doing lab work when you're busy is the best experience. Like, your days fly by. You're always in a good mood. Like, you enjoy what you do. It's just the best freaking... I love what I do. Absolutely love it. If I could just work in an office... By myself. Amanda, <laughs> Amanda, Amanda gets to stay. Yeah. <laughs> but not have, and it's not so much the patients, because I have, you can ask Amanda, I have patients. I have the, mm-hmm. I have patients. I have a five-year-old and a two-year-old. Not much gets to me, like, repetitive asking questions or asking the same question every two seconds. Yeah. But when employees just have a bad attitude and they take the out on everybody else, that's, that's what gets to me. Yeah. Like you had a bad day at home, you don't get to come here and be mean too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's it like dealing with the patients? Are the patients pretty cool for the most part? Are they, I mean, like, are they demanding? Are they understanding? Or is it kind of like a mix of everything? Yeah. I mean, yeah, you have, don't get me wrong. You're going to have, you know, the patients that are super particular anywhere you go. I would say with our office. So my office manager is actually the godmother of my kids. We're very, and like, I met her here. Like we're a very close-knit when I say family I know it's like a cliche thing to say but like we genuinely do care about all of us here so our communication is top-notch when a patient comes in they have proper expectations they know what's going to happen from the second they walk in the door when they see the DA that takes the x-rays the DA informs them what's next and then the hygienist will come in the hygienist will form up every single link to that's next and the doctor will come in and reiterate everything that we just said so there's just proper expectations that are set which I do believe help tremendously with you know, ensuring that the patients are happy, have proper expectations, and, you know, the final product is what they thought they were going to get from the information, like, we've given them throughout the appointment, if that kind of makes sense. So you guys get to meet every single patient and work on them every single patient? No, no, not, not every single patient. Okay. It's usually either the really good or not necessarily the really bad, but the difficult cases. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. The ones that need the help. Yeah, so we do a lot of implants too, and we do everything in lab. Like we don't do any chair side conversions. We used to, but we don't do any chair side conversions anymore. So that's taken a brunt of me going out quite often, out of me having to leave the lab just because all of it's in lab now. Gotcha. So you used to do conversions outside of the Aspen building? No, no, no. So what I mean, like, so I don't have to come out of the lab. So we do everything in a direct manner now instead of a direct so i don't have to come out because i would help doctor do all the chair side loads i'd like help him put the ventilator in ensuring that's completely passive yeah you know do the final grinding afterwards fill any little voids that didn't get captured so i was doing that all same day not scheduled not scheduled like they got scheduled i didn't get time for it i just figured out on top of my full schedule. So once of we course. went to the point that we were able to do the impression copings, get the analogs, do everything in the lab, it cut down tremendously of how many times I had to leave the lab. Wow. Do they place implants at that Aspen? They do. So we have an oral surgeon that comes to place implants. However, that that's every other Aspen will get, like the oral surgeon that does it. Our oral surgeon, he's not even an oral surgeon. He's a, he's a general doctor, but he does implants as well. He just mm-hmm. doesn't do sedation. Um, okay. Is actually my doctor's best friend. We went to dental school together. So he comes in whenever we need him, which is really, really nice. nice. Really yeah. nice. Yeah. So like if we get 10 implants that come in, we'll schedule them all on the same day. He'll come knock all of them out and, wow. then, you know, do the rest. 
I tell you what, you guys are doing a ton of implants. Um, my company uh, in Tampa, we are huge Aspen client. They're one of our largest clients, and you guys are just killing it. Doing so many implants. It's super impressive. They just took that on as a as something that they wanted to achieve. And I swear to God, they're up freaking 80%. Like, it's just nuts. Aspen has, I know that they have a bad name in the sense of like a patient's perspective, but from an employee's perspective, there's a lot of training out there. There's oh, a yeah. lot of opportunity, like a lot of opportunity. If you want to succeed in this company, you will. There's so many jobs out there. There's so much room for improvement. There's so many CE courses you can take that are free. Like Aspen, if I want to go get my CDT, as long as I pay for it, Aspen reimburses me 120%. Yeah. Wow. So they pretty much pay you to go get it. Yeah. I mean, and that's a huge perk. It, mm-hmm. it genuinely, they, they treat us well. I yep. cannot, I don't have a single complaint. I would program. agree. I would agree. Do you have any aspirations to get your CDT? I did. And then I asked my RM if I get a raise and she said no. So what's the point? <laughs> I mean, genuinely speaking, what's the point? Well, you do it for yourself, but I get you. Maybe one day. So you you mentioned implants. Do you do any bars or is it all locator? Um, we've done a few bars, not very much. We do majority locators. Mostly locators. Mm-hmm. Did you teach yourself that or does Aspen teach you? There, I trained myself, but there are a lot of options for people who had the opportunity to learn. Yes. Yeah. It's amazing. <laughs> What's Aspen's go-to? Is it chairside pickup of the attachments or do you usually pick them up on a model? I chairside pickup. And do you do it? Uh, not supposed to. <laughs> I help. Wink, wink. Yes, you help. I you help. assist. I help. That's yeah. cool. Well, actually, after the pandemic, the lab techs used to be paid by ADMI, which is Aspen Dental. After the pandemic happened, once like the PPP loans and everything came out, and they had to have like a certain amount of employees to be on that loan, they were able to put us all on that loan. So I don't know the legality portion now, because technically I am paid by doctor and I am under a doctor's license. So hmm. I would be under the same criteria as a DA taking a, a preliminary impression on the mind to a preliminary impression. Interesting. Are either one of you two interested in learning any of the printed dentures? Oh, for sure. I, mm-hmm. I, I think knowledge is amazing. I think I should learn everything. <laughs> Why not? We can take our knowledge elsewhere if God forbid we need to. So you would be able to, like, if you guys got into that together, do you think that you would eventually, like, get a printer in the office? So eventually... I'm pretty, I'm pretty sure in the next year, we should be digital entirely. I think they're keeping analog for plants, I think. That's from my understanding. I'm not entirely sure if they're 100% going to. But I'm, sh- I'm sure we will have a printer within the next year. Yeah. I know Maryville, Indiana is already doing all of it, like printed completely. And they like it? Um, I'm not, I haven't really got much feedback to be 100% honest with you. I don't, they, the lab tech there, she's really nice. She's just really quiet. So I don't really get a lot of feedback. Elvis and I hear both. We hear, we, you know, we hear the good and we hear the bad. So it's kind of like a mix. Wouldn't you agree? I don't think digital's there yet. Yeah. No, I, I think we still have a lot of kinks to work out mm-hmm. before I'm happy with the product I'm giving to somebody. Yeah, that makes a lot of sense. Has any of you done a denture digitally? No. No. Nope. No. Because I know they have a pretty big Aspen training facility close to you, right? Up in Chicago? Up in Chicago, yeah. I've been yelling at my regional. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) Yeah, why aren't you just shooting up there and doing a few? Um, I think I've heard from other ones. You just got to wait for an invite because they put you in a hotel. Aspen, let me tell you, Aspen treats their, when they like fly people out and they they put you through training, like I went to the Aspies one year, ugh. They kept, kept us in like the Ritz Carlton. Oh, so nice. What? Nice. I, so nice. That's cool. We had a private concert from DJ Khaled. Like, yeah. Wow. Fantastic. I've heard yeah, that they, as well. They had a big shindig down here in uh, Miami. I think it was yep, a leadership conference. Back to Miami. Um, oh, and there was, was just it? everybody yeah. loved it. Shaq DJed for them. DJ Diesel. Cool. Yeah, see, that's top notch. I think that's great. Shaq? The basketball guy? Yes. Yeah. His name is <laughs> DJ Diesel. <laughs> <laughs> I had no idea. There you go. <laughs> I didn't That's know either fantastic. until I seen him, and I was like, "What is he doing at a yeah. convention?" He's been at like it's... festivals, like Lost Lands and stuff. <laughs> One year, I thought they were gonna have Post Malone. Uh, Bob Fontana posted a photo with him like three days before the Aspies, <gasps> and then DJ Khaled walked out. I was like, "Man, yeah. not complaining, but damn." <laughs> <laughs> 
So what is that? Their yearly meeting called the Aspies? Yep, they have a like a yearly party for say for the doctors and the regional. And everybody gets to go or just the doctors? Or just the doctors. We were able to go. Our office won a contest out of all 1,000 offices, so we were able to go in. Oh, that's neat. Really? How the heck did you win a contest? Like, what's it for? We're competitive. Um, we are. We're very competitive in this <laughs> office. It was something about touchdowns. Whoever can get, like, more yes to today and more, like, pro- uh, positive like reviews from patients essentially wow like one so like we had like the top reviews in the nation so we won nice who knew an hour <laughs> south of chicago the best aspen in the whole That's country funny. <laughs> funny thing about that is when i first started here before dr stratus bought the practice i uh worked for non-pop so like just general dentists who were filling in mm-hmm. it was about to close like we were not making budget we were it was terrible. And then Dr. Stratus ended up buying it. And we ended up turning around to being like one of the best. So we went from like literally being one of the worst Aspens in the company to being one of the best Aspens in the company. Oh, good for you guys. That's freaking fantastic. All because of the technician? <laughs> Teamwork. How does an Aspen turn around? Is it just good leadership? or? Uh, so the doctor ended up buying the practice. And a lot changes once you have like a POP. Somebody who owns the practice has a lot more say so than Skin somebody who's in the game. Yep. I, I don't want to toot my own horn, but having a proper relationship with a doctor goes a long way. It really does. Yep. Even if it's not a in-office technician, I mean, even labs that you know, are not in with a doctor, having a relationship is everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm just lucky enough that every time, like if we have any issues, like if I see that one of my DAs is slipping on impressions, I'll tell my doctor, my doctor will buy pizza and we will work through our lunch and we will take impressions over and over until you get it right. Oh, wow. Wow. That countless times with bite blocks, with um, functional wax tries, making sure that when the DA walks in and they put that wax try in, check that posterior for an open bite. You know what I mean? Check little things, assessing a slide or making sure that there's no middle line deviation from a centric relation being off. They can tell me each little thing like that, which is a godsend. (laughs) I hear a lot with Aspen. There's a lot of turnover. Do you have that at your location? Do you have to constantly train? No, um, I think, so the newest employee we have now just started, I think a month ago, mm-hmm. but before that, it's, I think a year, I think our shortest employee's time was a year. And then mm-hmm. before that, wow. three years. Yeah. Cause Sam's been here for a year and we only had to hire someone because one of our employees, she got a position elsewhere and she decided to leave the company. It was more money. Which, yeah. Right. It was better for her life personally. Yeah. I'm just very thankful we don't have turnover. That'll kill an office. Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. Yeah. Do you guys work Monday through Friday, or do you have a half-day Friday, or do you work all day? Friday, we're off at 1 every every Friday. And what about Saturdays? Because some offices are open on Saturdays, aren't they? Lab don't work Saturdays. Oh, good for you. The office works one Saturday a month, and it's from 8 to 12, but they also alternate. So, like, the office manager will switch with the assistant office manager, so everybody only has to work one Saturday every other month. Wow. That's pretty fair. It's, it's, it's not bad. I'm not going to lie. The lab's pretty clutch. Like when, let's say, for instance, I have a, just five easy cases for my day and I get them all done and I'm done at 3 p.m. If I want to leave, I can leave. It's it's pretty nice. I mean, I'm not paid, obviously, but. It's the same way here. Like I was telling Elvis, like when I'm done, when I'm done with my cases at 4.30 or 4, it's like I'll either, you know, try to help somebody else or cross train or do something. But if I wanted to leave, I could leave which I love. It's pretty nice. I can't yeah. complain. Because you got to have a life. Yeah, I got two kids. I, I And I live 30, 40 minutes south of where I work. I can't be. Oh, you really live in the middle of Illinois. <laughs> I live in a town of 200. Oh, my God. Oh. Really? That's crazy. <laughs> 235, to be exact. <laughs> wow. That's cool. I, I can't complain. I like living in the country. I can ride my dirt bikes, be loud, and not get in trouble. It's pretty nice. Nice. So with all the followers you have on TikTok and Instagram, how often do they try to get you to do their work? <laughs> Every day. All day. Every day? Every you get day. a lot of doctors DMing you saying, all hey. All day. Seriously? Yeah. Oh my I, God. I always make the joke that I could just go find like a lab and be like, hey, I'll bring you a hundred doctors right now if you give me a job. Wow. What's stopping? Yeah, I just started my Instagram and I already have people messaging me. <laughs> about random tools and stuff uh, use. what's stopping me 
That's, yeah. That's a big jump, you know. I, I'm not that big of a risk taker. I'm, I'm a pretty comfortable person. My aspirations, don't get me wrong. If, if I could right now, today, have enough money to do what I wanted, my dream job, in the sense of dental related, would be to take a, a closed-in trailer, pop a lab in it, and just travel the United States, go to dentist office to dentist office, and be like, hey, I got an on-site lab in the, in, in the parking lot. You got any dental work you need me to get done? I'm just trying. <laughs> I, I, literally my dream job. You could just travel the United States, do a little bit of work, travel, do a little bit of work. We've talked That's to a few sweet. technicians yep. that do it out of vans. Yes, we and, have. Uh, and, like, I have an enclosed trailer. I could do it, too. That's but. cool. I don't want to uproot my children's life. And yeah, that's what I was going to say. That'd be tough. Well, yeah. Yeah, but what do you got? Uh, 12 years, 18 years, and they're out, and then you're. Uh, then you can do it. Then you do whatever you want. I'm hoping I make it rich and I ain't got to work by that, man. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the goal. Yeah. Well, good thing uh, gambling's legal in Illinois. <laughs> or be a teacher. I would love to like be able to. I always say that it'd be awesome to open like a nonprofit where you can open up a dental lab and then have people pay you tuition to learn from you. But that tuition pays for, you know, people who can't afford dentures to come in to get the dentures. Yeah. And like you can practice on people, you know, it's like a win-win. I think that would be amazing. That would, that's like the second dream. Mm-hmm. Well, that's much needed in our industry. I, I think it would honestly be amazing. You get, you to kill two birds with a stone. You actually get to teach somebody properly, give somebody a career while also making money and giving back to people who can't afford it. Yep. I love that. That's why we do what we do. That's a great idea. I wonder why Aspen doesn't do something like that to (laughs) get more technicians. I mean. I know. I always make the joke that I just need to find a rich doctor that believes in me. (laughs) I know quite a few labs have opened that way. Yep. I know. I have a GoFundMe and I'm just like nonchalantly waiting for like a doctor to drop 20 G's on me. (laughs) You have a GoFundMe? Yeah, it's not doing to open too a lab? Yeah, it's not doing too good. I, I won't ask people to like donate. I'm weird. Like I'll open it and put it in my link tree, but like you ain't gonna catch ass like being like, hey, donate to my GoFundMe. Yeah. Yeah. So you started a GoFundMe not to like help somebody in need, but to open a lab. Yeah, I ain't got no shame in my game, maybe one day. There you go. I get you know. It doesn't hurt to ask. <laughs> I also put in there that if I do ever make my goal and get to open, I would give back 10 smiles. Not that I can gift a smile to somebody, but if they could find a dentist that would do a pro bono case, I would offer 10 dentists a pro bono. In the sense that I would not charge them for the denture being fabricated. Wow. Yeah, that's cool. I like doing stuff like that too. So important. How many times do you get asked by technicians about help with technique or how you do something Quite often. Um, I get a lot of people that I do daily, if not every other day, daily lives on TikTok. And I do get a lot of technicians on there that'll like watch me do things and then like ask me, hey, what tool is that? Or how do you get like a nice 45 degree carving? Things like that. I quite probably daily, to be honest with you. What is that? A live TikTok where people can ask questions? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Like I said, I, I, I'm not on it, so I don't know the same, terms. Same thing but... Instagram. Like live. Yeah. Same concept. Yeah. So it's live and. Because I've seen your Instagram live, and honestly, every time I turn it on, it's you polishing a denture. And I'm like, <laughs> why are there hundreds of people watching this? I don't get it. Hop on, hop on TikTok. There's thousands of people watching it. Yeah, that is just insane to me. I mean, good for you, and congratulations. You just, <laughs> I don't understand it either. I remember one time I was polishing a denture, as you say that, and I look up, and there was fifteen thousand people watching me, and I was like. That's so crazy. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna turn it off. <laughs> hey, you're gonna inspire future technicians. Seriously, I've actually had probably at least, at least at the minimum, fifteen people message me saying that they see me, they applied for the dental lab trainee position with Aspen, and they got it, and they're in the that's company. Awesome. See, that's that's fantastic. Yeah. If if anything comes out of all this, that is probably, in my opinion, one of the best. Yeah, we need technicians. Right. And we need technicians that care. You right. could, yeah. You can do a denture all day, but if you genuinely don't care about the quality that you're putting out, what's the point of making a denture? Exactly. Amen. Well said. Obviously, Amanda, you were inspired, right? Yes. Uh, just being a dental assistant, I did, like she said, I did a lot of the overflow, the denture stuff, the impressions, and um, I got to see a lot of the steps, and I just kind of wanted to know the other side of making the dentures. I wanted to be able to give someone a smile and maybe make dentures for a few of my family members even that need 
you know, to get their teeth fixed. And yeah, I just, I'm, I'm glad to be where I'm at. I never thought I'd be here and I'm finally here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. I think you guys are doing some great stuff, man. Congratulations. You guys, I'm terrible at that. Yeah, you're, you're <laughs> oh, honestly, you're you're fine. Fine. I'm, I'm just a fan. Yeah. <sighs> Y'all do some great things. <laughs> Florida speak for you. So what's next? Just going to keep working the Aspen scene, training as much as you can, inspiring people to come in? Uh, I'm hoping in the next year that I work from home on the digital aspect, to be 100% honest with you. Yep. That would be the goal. I mean, I love what I do, but I I like my family more. <laughs> I know. Yeah. Uh, I do like working. Like, I would love to work from home, be able to be home with my kids every day, be the one picking up from school every day. So the idea is you're going to just do digital design from home. And training. Mm-hmm. So like and I, training. I would help with, once I learned the digital aspect, um, help with training new individuals that are learning it. And then maintaining quality because you still have to ensure that the scans are proper. You still have to make sure that, you know, everything that you're receiving from the operatory is too par in order to fabricate a good appliance. Yep. Is that Aspen's model for digital is to have like centralized designers? Yes. Yeah, that's, so a, that's pretty nice. We have LT1, which is trainee, LT2, which is floating. And what floating means is after you graduate, you have to float to, I think it's nine weeks. You have to float to different offices in your region that need help. So you can like pick up techniques from other technicians as well, not just your mm-hmm. trainer. And then after floating, um, you graduate and then you get placed. So the LT3 is after you get placed into your own lab, then you're an LT3. And then LT4 is you took, so to get an LT4, you have to set up a case, send your case to your district manager or your pod leader in in our sense. And then we would judge it, make sure everything's to par, pass the assessment, and then you would be promoted to LT4 and then you'd be a trainer. So essentially the only people who are going to be digital designing are those LT4s. Hmm. That's cool how they have that. It's nice to know, especially offices that probably suffer a little bit more in the cosmetic route or functionality route of like their technician maybe just isn't as experienced. I think they're going to benefit a lot from it. Now those who have good experience and do beautiful work, I do think it's going to be a huge step back until we can get comfortable with it again. Yeah. Hmm. So I know I'm going to mess with us doing. (laughs) I know I will. (laughs) Yeah. I do like it's so easy. It's satisfying. It is satisfying. I've even done it. <laughs> a little stipple here, a stipple there. A little toothbrush tap. Yeah. Yeah. Soothing. You'll find satisfaction somewhere else. Oh, I'm, I'm sure. Always. sitting on my couch. <laughs> <laughs> well, Tiffany, Amanda, thank you so much for coming on the podcast, talking to us all about Aspen life. Yeah. We don't get enough exposure to it on the podcast, and thank you. Well, thanks for having yeah, us. Yeah, thank you for thanks having for giving us. us an opportunity to talk on behalf of Aspen, because it genuinely is a great company to work for. Yep, I agree. Before we leave, so you can have the 20 more listeners follow you, <laughs> how do they follow you? <laughs> so on Instagram, my handle is denture.tech4, and then on TikTok, it's just denture.tech. Okay. And Amanda, let's get you up there. I'm just on Instagram, and it's uh, man underscore, it's underscore Amanda. Wait. Man, it's Amanda. Yep. Man. I love yeah. it. Everybody go follow this. You'll see uh, polishing of dentures all day long. Yes. Awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you so much, and uh, we'll talk to you soon. Thank you awesome. for having us. Have a great all right. weekend. Thanks. Two dynamic teams have joined forces to rock the intraoral scanning world. Whitmix has added the three-shaped Trios line of scanners to its line of digital solutions for the dental office. Together, this dynamic duo can get your dentist scanning, providing you the reliable scans you need for your lab work. If you're interested in learning more about helping your dentist, head over to tinyurl.com slash Trios. That's T-R-I-O-S. Again, that's the word tiny. URL dot com slash Whitmix T-R-I-O-S. And as always, we appreciate your support of the podcast, Whitmix.
Thank you so much, Tiffany and Amanda, for coming on our podcast to talk about all about life at Aspen. It's pretty amazing the reach we have as technicians when we just put it out there in the world for people to see. I mean, I can tell you if a post has over 12.9 million views, there are a lot more than just dental technicians watching that. We are proud of anyone getting our industry known by just showcasing what we do. Super cool. And, of course, we encourage everybody to check out the two guests on their social media accounts and then post your own. Maybe someday we don't need to be the hidden industry we are known to be. We don't get enough guests on the podcast from Aspen Group, and we encourage, if you have something cool going on, we want to hear from more of you. So look for us on our social media, which is not nearly as many followers as a guest, and send us a message. We would love to hear from you. Happy Halloween! Awesome. That's all we got from you. We will talk to you next week. Have a good one. Have a good one. Bye. What's happening? Can you hear me? Yes, I can hear you.